When God joins a man and woman together, it was for the sole purpose of divine covenant and communion. That bond, that union, and which is called marriage, as diversities, trials, and tribulations, like any other walk in life that nobody prepared us for. Nobody taught us the true meaning of the vows we took in front of hundreds of witnesses that sat before us the day we walked down the aisle. But what about the days, the months, and years after? Think about it. Who taught you how to be married? Did anyone prepare you or give you the proper training on marriage? Yes, we watched our parents, but did we learn the righteousness? Did we see the many disagreements and arguments? See, we learned and was taught that love will cure everything. But what about the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding? We all need help. We all need guidance. We all need direction. So this recorded session with Chris Jones, his beautiful wife Maria Jones, and Andrew Adams called The Grace Place, hopefully could inspire, encourage, motivate, and save someone's marriage. This is not counseling or therapy session, but it could be used as such. This is simply an open discussion, a conversation, and dialogue. Stay tuned as Double A Productions presents Grace Place. Again, we on episode two. First episode, we talked about foundation of marriage. Right. And today we're going to get into com- communication. Right. Within effective the marriage. Communication. Effective right. communication. And I'm going to introduce myself again. I am Andrew. This is my good friend, Chris. Right. We, uh, firefighter. Everything. He's everything to me because I look up to this guy a lot. I really appreciate it. I appreciate everything that he taught me. And we have his beautiful wife here. Go ahead and introduce y'all Yeah, I'm Christopher Jones, and it's my wife, Marie Jones. Uh, once again, we've been married for 24 years. We've been marriage counselors for now for about 15 years now. And this is something that we delight in doing. We It's nothing that we don't take, you know, just we're just doing it at the spur of the moment. So we do put time and energy into bringing uh, just how to be together as one. Correct. Absolutely. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone, wherever you are. Um, like my husband said, um, we really uh, spend a lot of time um, thinking about, praying about, you know, what we need today when it comes to our marriages, especially um, our Christian marriages. So with that, uh, we're going to jump right into um, episode two, effective communication, because we know um, that communication in any relationship can um Um, break or make that relationship so we'll just go jump right in and get started all right uh communication effective communication and that's a problem in a lot of our households Mm -hmm. it's not that it's the fine they say finances is number one yeah but it's still based down to communication Mm -hmm. just like everything else in life i think it boils down to uh family right yeah right so how can give us a good definition of effective communication? Not just a definition, uh, an example, or go into effective communication. Okay, uh, basically, what is communication? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, according to my notes here, uh, the exchange communication is the exchange of ideas, a message, or information that's by speech, signal, or writing. 
and basically to express oneself effectively to be connected. That's the, the, the key part about communication is how do we stay connected to our spouse? How do we communicate uh, how we feel? You know, there are several uh, signs of communication. You have nonverbal, you have uh, uh, expressional, you know, how you express yourself. And I think that's one of the keys or the clogs to a lot of marriage because we were raised differently. We express ourselves differently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one person could mean I, I'm, I'm thinking about you but they seem like they're aggressive. The other one would seem to take offense to that because of just how uh, our backgrounds are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, Chris, you're right. Um, communication is not only, you know, the words that we say, but it's how we express our words, the tone that we use, the inflection in our voice, um, those nonverbal communication cues that we give people. You know, I can you know, say to you, Um, that I love you, but what is my voice saying? What is my body language saying? Am I connecting myself to you through the words that I'm using? So communication um, in any relationship is very powerful. And one of the things that you said that was uh, key is that we want our communication to be effective. Meaning not that we're just not talking to each other, but we're talking to each other with a purpose. Right. Okay, so is it safe to say communication is the difference between communication as far as men and women, we both communicate differently. Whereas a woman would, she expresses herself. Right. A man, a a man internally. I would listen to this one guy, he was saying, men, if you ask a man a question or is something worrying him or her and we have to take responsibility. Right. We may not answer right then. Yeah. Right. And he, it was like he was saying, honey, you know that question you asked me three or four days ago? Mm-hmm. It's because we was internalizing or processing it, correct? Yeah. That's, right. that's me and my wife to the T. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because one of the things, you know, uh, as we share with women, women want to give men a lot of information at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, as men, I know for in our marriage, you know, my wife would give me a lot of information mm-hmm. about four or five different subjects. And I'm like, wait a minute, it's overload. Mm-hmm. And as we share with women that, you know, we kind of use this uh, example, uh, women are like high speed, like high speed internet. Mm-hmm. Men are like the dial up, you know, where you gotta give yeah. us time to process it. And right. the reason it takes time to process it is because we're making decisions, not just for ourselves, but for our family. Right. And right. you know, as for me, I'm thinking about the first thing you said, how is this going to affect me, my wife, my kids, everything else that goes as we are moving forward and you know we setting a goal trying to accomplish it we're, we're trying to buy a home and okay you talk to me about buying a home and then you come talk to me about buying a car and then buy by the kids uh, uh right. private school tuition and all we of that think, we have to i gotta fit that right you gotta <laughs> yeah. be able to put that in in, in perspective what right. is it you know basically prioritize it right. you know what's the top priority mm-hmm. you know uh, to me, you know, I'm, we got to have some place to live. Right. You know, that's my priority. Right. Well, my wife' priority might be, you know, kids going to a good school. Right. So, you know, I have to be able to communicate that effectively to let right. her know this is our priority. I know a lot of people think, well, you got to have some place to live. Right. True. 
but true. everyone don't think like that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And go ahead, man. Yeah. You know, when, when we talk about um, effective communication, we're talking about um, sending the message. So the communicator is sending the message to to the receiver, to the person who they're they're talking to, the person who they want to uh, deliver that message to. And typically, when when especially in our relationships, when we're having conversations with our spouses, and even sometimes our children, or any relationship that you're in, um, you're having that conversation because you want to change a behavior. You know, you want to see something happen. You know, there are times in our relationship to where, you know, we're just having casual conversations. And typically those conversations, you know, doesn't end in any type of conflict. But when we want someone's behavior to change, we have to make sure as the sender that we're delivering that message in a way to where the receiver can receive it, process it, and then make a decision based on that information. So that's you, when you, if you think about, you know, talking to somebody, communicating with someone, you really have to be thoughtful in that message and the delivery of that message. Uh, and, and we'll talk about, we're getting way ahead of ourselves, which <laughs> yeah. is great right. because these are things that are on people's minds. It's on right. our right. minds and in our right. hearts. But, you know, we have to think about, you know, uh, what do I need to say? Mm-hmm. How do I need to say it? Right. What is a good time to say it? So right. we're going to talk about all those things too but um that that onus is on the sender of that message to make sure that it's received in the right way okay good again this is interesting to me because this is my biggest problem within my household me learning how to communicate with her yeah because of different background right and like you say god made us two different people but to equal and balance each other out right yes, right absolutely. so just because she external i'm internal exactly. or vice versa yeah. right we have right. to find a common ground right. and balance each other out correct mm-hmm. right and that's uh one of the other things that we kind of try to establish with couples is how are you going to communicate you know in being married there are rules to your marriage most people right. don't think there are but there are rules to your marriage if, and you have to agree upon those rules you know right. your rules may not be like mine right. but in order to communicate effectively there are some things that should not be said there are yeah. some things that Absolutely. that are off limits well that's interesting you say that because i think of god first um creation or the first government was a family right mm-hmm. and it's funny you say that because every government no matter what state you're in has a set of laws or rules that you have to obey by yeah. right tennessee laws good. are different than mm-hmm. mississippi <laughs> laws yeah. right so mother right. the parents household and their laws going to be different, different than their child exactly right. gotcha. exactly gotcha. and like i'm learning this thing, right right so, like, yeah, yeah but that, but, that, but that, that's a good that's a great point right yeah. because you know uh, what they do in California, they're not doing, they're not doing in Texas. Right. Yeah. So, but but those are their rules. The That's rules, it. You right. you follow these rules. You're gonna be okay, but if you don't, it's gonna be a problem. And that's what happened in a lot of marriages is that one is kind of we just go for it. And yeah. another uh, question I ask people: Who taught you how to be in a relationship? Where did you get your idea of a relationship? You know, uh, today's society, we have uh, a reality TV. Mm-hmm. Well, when I was growing up, it was the fairy tales. You had the books, <laughs> you know, where people read. And that's where I, I, would, I would love for my uh, 
marriage to be like that. And right. I guarantee you, we as 95% women, mm -hmm. when did you start thinking about being married? Most of them say in their, when they was, you know, three they or four, when they, when they played house yeah, and right. they done those type of things. Most men, when did you start being, think about being married? Shoot. You look 20, 30 By years old. Exactly. <laughs> you're a lot older. Right. So, so it's a, it's, it, again, it's safe to say the women was prep, or they had not prep, but had a, a some idea, idea, yeah. idea yeah. of what they wanted. Right. Right. Yes, right. Well, men, we were, like you said, we we're playing with G.I. Joe's. Uh, but and that's part of the household and the family structure because we're learning to protect. protect. Exactly. Yeah. Right. We're, right. We're learning to be outside of the home, right. not inside, inside of the home. home. Correct. Yeah. Correct. You know, on the point you guys made about um, the laws in the different states, that mm -hmm. is so good because those laws are there to establish order. order correct. And that's why we need those laws in our home to be able to establish order and boundaries so we'll know how to behave um, um, in our home and in our relationship. But um, I want to talk a little bit, you all, about just some basics of communication mm -hmm. because, uh, Chris, to your point, you said, you know, who taught you how to be in a relationship? Right. You know, mm -hmm. who taught you these things? So if we could just share um, just a few basics, you know, just some ground rules of communication. And one of those things is just knowing what to say. Mm -hmm. right. You know, what do I need? Um, what words do I need? to say to be able to convey my message in a loving way and i just want to share this from proverbs um 10 and 32 and i'm reading from the um the nlt the new living translation version it says the lips of the godly speak helpful words but the mouth of the wicked speaks perverse words and then in the in the uh, amplified version it says the this the lips of the uncompromisingly righteous know and therefore utter what is acceptable but the mouth of the wicked knows and therefore speaks only what is obstinately willful and contrary you know so you think about that when you're you know thinking about you know there's an issue out there there's a concern i need to relay a message to my spouse do you want to be helpful do you want your message to be accepted or are you being willful willfully obstinate and contrary you know so we have to think about you know what it what is it what words can i use that are going to basically bring life right because the bible tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue the um, words are are very very powerful they can build somebody up oh, they can, they can tear you down they can bring life they can bring death um, words can curse mm -hmm. or words can bless so we have to you know really really be careful about the things that we say mm -hmm. because once it's out there you know, can't we put it out there. We yeah. can't take them back. You know, we can't use I'm sorry as an eraser right. for those words that are out there. We have to be uh, careful before we speak. Right. I was just thinking about, you know, when you gave that verse and how you delightfully put it out there. But you know me, I'm just going to put it on the table. Yeah. And, you know, say the lips <laughs> of the godly speaks helpful words. That's bring peace. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's but the mouth of the wicked speaks perverse words. Mm -hmm. Now you're ready to fight somebody. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's so true. Yeah. Do, what type of marriage do you want? A peaceful marriage or a violent marriage? Mm -hmm. And that's just that peace and violence is what this yeah. scripture is telling. Right. And it's all in the, the word, the lips. 
Mm-hmm. It's another verse that also talks about the tongue as well. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I think it says something as far as it can curse your generation three to four, curse your children, 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 or three to four generations. I can't think of the exact verse, but it makes sense because when you move in life, it's almost like believing in your, the same words that you believe when you talk and say, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And when you say, I can't do this, or I, I won't do this, well, that's how powerful the tongue is, because if you believe in what you're saying, use the correct words in what you're saying, you can probably go forward. You're pushing yourself one will or the other. One will right. You're willing yourself to either succeed, or you're willing yourself to fail. To fail. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, and you know, the Bible tells us um, to, to, to guard our hearts with all diligence because yeah. um, out of it flows the issues, issues of the life. life. So we have to be even be uh, very careful about what goes in. Right. Because basically what the Bible's saying is what goes in is what is going to come out. So we have to make sure that, you know, we're <coughs> meditating on the word of God, that we're meditating. And as the Bible says, thinking on those things that are good and lovely and of a good report mm-hmm. so that when we're, you know, in, in those um, heated moments or moments of intense fellowship, as we like to say, things that come up and come out just automatically mm-hmm. is going to be automatically what's pure and lovely and of a good report. And they're not going to be those words that um, harm and tear down. Right. You took yeah. the words right out of my That was actually the Bible verse I was thinking of. Yeah. I just couldn't get it together. Right, I knew the right, word right, and it right. was in my head, but yeah. So uh, the knowledge of communication, we basically kind of went over the how and I mean, not the how, but the what. Mm-hmm. So the how is uh, what I want to say. What if one is not receptacle or you don't know their love language or or how to translate it to? Them? Because sometimes I could say something, but my significant other can take it so offensive. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I just said, hey, or I just said bye. Yeah. I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you handle those situations? Yeah. One of the ways that uh, we learned this in the marriage conference, I cannot think of the name of it, mm-hmm. but it's about being connected. Yeah. And when you're communicating, especially if there's a disagreement, mm-hmm. when you touch and you're connected with a person, Mm -hmm. that means whatever I'm saying, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm saying, but I'm showing you, I still want to be connected with you Mm -hmm. and to you. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, you know, Mm -hmm. I have an issue, sweetheart, this is what happened today. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you call me, Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't appreciate your tone. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what was going on with you, but at this point, you know, I didn't appreciate the tone that you use mm-hmm. but the whole time I'm telling her what was going on mm-hmm. but I'm being connected to her okay. and it's not you know just a simple touch right. the touch on the leg you, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of times when people are, are in disagreement they say they, what they would say don't touch don't me don't touch me yeah. gotcha yeah. <laughs> right, saying, right I don't want to be connected, connected to you right, right. Now. okay yeah. okay yeah. it has a lot to do with respect too then right because oh, yeah. the tone does show respect right so and I'm, I'm just processing all this right, in my right. head and it's crazy because it's taking me home and it's taking me to past relationships right, taking me to everything right, right now yeah. so and it's my fault because i didn't know how to communicate still don't effectively know how to communicate right 
Yeah, so, and that's the thing that we you know we have yeah. to be accountable. Um, Drew, in your question, you asked about, you know, um, I basically delivered a message mm -hmm. that wasn't received. Mm -hmm. But as the sender, that's your message. Mm -hmm. And you have to own that message. So if I'm trying to communicate something to my husband mm -hmm. and he's not receiving what I'm saying or he's receiving it in a negative way, mm -hmm. since that's my message, I have to go back and own that message and say, hmm. I tried to make a delivery. Mm -hmm. The delivery wasn't accepted. Mm -hmm. So what do you delivery went unread. It went unread. <laughs> yeah. I sent a message. That, that message went unread. So what do I need to do mm -hmm. in order for that message to be read or received? Mm -hmm. So I may have to go back instead of looking at how my husband responded or someone else responded and say, you know, where something is wrong with him, mm -hmm. he has a problem since it's my message. I need to own that message and, and, and be accountable to me and say, you know something, maybe I delivered it in the wrong way. Right. Maybe I delivered it at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. Maybe I delivered it in a way to where my mouth spoke one thing and my body language said something different. So we have to own that message because a message is not it is not effective communication mm -hmm. until that message is sent mm -hmm. and received. So if that message is sent and it's just sitting out there open, it's an unresolved issue. And an unresolved issue is not an effectively communicated message. So we have to own that. And, you know, it's kind of like when you send a text message mm -hmm. and someone, either they will read it or and you know they read it and mm -hmm. they don't respond. Right. That's kind of how that, you know, communication goes. I mean, or they'll right. read, take it out of context of what you're saying. Yeah. Correct. Right. You speak it, your body language on so one, one thing. thing. But if you text right. it, they can't even comprehend you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. you were even thinking yeah. of right. feeling when you were saying yeah. it. Right. And, you know, we also have to think about, you know, what can be the state of heart for that person we're talking to. Mm -hmm. You know, are they hurt? Mm -hmm. Are they um, emotionally injured in some way? Are they spiritually injured in some way? Is something that I said to them previously hurt them and I need to go back and put some words of healing in place before I bring another message to them? So we have to always be thinking, you know, um, what is the will of God in this communication? What, what, um, uh, way do I need to, you know, be communicating? What do I need to say? What does that other person need at this time? Right. So we have to really be uh, mindful. And you said that, you know, uh, that emotional part. Mm -hmm. uh, as children, we we learn how to communicate whether effectively or ineffectively, we've learned how to communicate. Right, if right. your mother was a screamer, more nine times out of 10, you're gonna be a screamer mm -hmm. until you <clears throat> learn something differently or choose to do something different. Mm -hmm. Because right. if that's your environment, that's what you're going to portray. Right, and it's funny you say that because they were brought to my attention. My father is like that. My father, he talks the room shape. Right. Little guy, just like me. Right, right. But he, right, when he raises his voice, the room shakes. Yeah. I see that in myself right. and both my brothers. Right. My mom always said, "You're just like your dad." Even though I don't appreciate her saying that, <laughs> right. but because you don't know that, you know that makes term. Or as I got older, I understand it makes term. Or right. Family. But I do see my, myself a right. lot in my father and right. my wife's family is soft. But when her father speaks, when I first met him, just to give an example off subject real quick, 
when I first met him, I couldn't have never understand what he was saying. Right. I was mm-hmm. like, what did he just say? Because right. he talked so, so low and soft. Yeah. And so now that me and her together, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, and that's where the communication is. Right. Right. And that could be why those messages are going unread. Unread. So, because yeah. exactly it's right. not it's not received because yeah. that's not what she's accustomed to. Right. That's not the environment that she comes from. Right, yeah. right. But is any of us either of us wrong? Yeah. It's just finding the balance. That's where you come with your laws. Okay. That's yeah. where so the rules of engagement. Yeah. That's okay. where you make your own rules. That's yeah. where you come together and agree, you know, mm-hmm. I know I have been. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. how can we make it better? Mm-hmm. What what would what would be the most effective way for me to communicate with you mm-hmm. that you will hear me? Yeah, right. and here's a tip from uh, what the Word of God says mm-hmm. on how uh, to say it and how to communicate. Colossians four and six: Let your conversation be gracious and attractive, mm-hmm. so that you will have the right response for everyone. And so we know that uh, salt uh, 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 improves the, the, the taste of food. Mm-hmm. You know, so allow your conversation to be seasoned. You know, with the right kind of uh, spices, mm-hmm. I would say, so to speak, so that that other is palatable, to, palatable right. to that other person. We have to use some tact. You know, uh, don't say things that we know is going to trigger something in that person. You know, just be aware. And like Chris said, you know, we've got to establish those rules of engagement up front. You know, um, I like to say the best time to enact a rule or um, or a law, excuse me, in your relationship is during peace time. Time of peace. You know, when things are very peaceful, when you're getting along, you know, when you're able to have those open and uh, frank conversations, you know something, um, have you ever thought about, you know, the best way for us to communicate if we're not getting along? And you're able to establish that so that when that time comes, you've already got that in place instead of saying, well, you know, right now you're not going to talk to me this way and we're going to do it like this. They're not hearing that. They're not hearing nothing you're saying. They're not hearing that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, learning how and what to say basically makes an effective communication. Okay. Exactly. And like you said, we learn a lot about communication skills from what we've been around by our family structure mm-hmm. and whatever. Just because it was right for them, right, and worked for them, don't mean it'll work for you. Exactly. In your relationship. That's kind of that's 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 pretty deep because it's very true. I see that in everything I do, Jeffrey. And I would never teach my daughter or my son to communicate with their spouse, whatever, because mm-hmm. of how me and my wife communicate. Right. Cause what works for us may not work because you're inviting a whole other entity into your house. Right. 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 Understandable. Understandable. Right. But you know, stuff, I'm mm-hmm. but um, to that point, y'all, y'all just bring out so much and make so many good <laughs> points. But that first level or that first understanding of communication is going to come from what they see. What they see in your right, home. right. Whatever the, the home, the environment of the home is going to dictate the the atmosphere that they bring and set for their own home mm-hmm. because they don't know anything else. They don't know yeah. anything else right. You know, I mean, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring that. I mean, I brought it from 
my parents, when they were, you know, when I was growing up, mm -hmm. Marie brought it from her family. Right. You know, and we, you know, I mean, honestly, at one point, once we just sat down mm -hmm. and understood, hey, how are we going to be married? Mm -hmm. How are we going to do this? And we had to come up with, okay, we can't keep this. We can't communicate like this. Mm -hmm. We can't, you know, it sounds like, no, nah, y'all didn't do that. Yes, we did. Yeah, we, did. Right. we sat down <laughs> and we honestly made rules. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. We do not discuss or talk about um, the the in-laws, mm -hmm. you know, regardless of what has happened, mm -hmm. what is it, we don't, that is off limits yeah. because they have nothing to do with our issue. Mm -hmm. You know what, maybe I need to go back and start from the drawing board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that makes sense though. Uh, and, and you hear when you first get married that, you know, outside keeping out your marriage and stuff, yeah. but you don't know how and what you're actually, what to actually do. Right. So you just gave one point, sit down and lay down rules right. on your household. Right. Like a government sits down and Congress you, need to lay down. You, you, this gotcha. is, this yeah. is how we're going to coexist. Gotcha. Because the minute mm -hmm. that she says something about your mother or sister, not saying it just yeah, happened, right, right, right. then you you come the yeah you you getting ready to hit the nuclear weapon right. button you know mm -hmm. because you're talking about the woman that gave birth to me right you know true. and it's then true. when you start talking about her mother father I mean this is happening you know I'm just right. giving mm -hmm. an example then she's gonna hit her nuclear weapon button right and That's guess right. what you might you know everybody might calm down. And still, that sits in the back of their mind. Right. You feel right. this way about this. You feel that way. Mm -hmm. Where well, they have nothing to do with uh, a, a check, you know, that you wrote that may have had uh, uh, the the money wasn't in the right. bank. They have nothing to do with that. Right. But it escalated. Everything yeah. kept escalating. Yeah. And the goal about communication is to de-escalate. Yeah. De yeah. Okay. So with love language, learning a love language be part of this effective oh, yes, communication? definitely. Okay, definitely. I guess what I'm trying to ask is, what are ways to get to, or like we were doing an outline, mm -hmm. you have effective communication. Mm -hmm. Then what would be your points of under communication as far as like love language could be one, what's next, what's next? Like an outline. First thing is agreement. Agreement. This is what we're going to agree, you know, and even learn how to disagree. You got to agree to disagree. Right. You know how I mean, you know, we're going to talk if you're upset, mm -hmm. but we're not going to have a discussion mm -hmm. to resolve our differences while we are upset mm -hmm. because okay. you're not thinking clearly. You you right. just you whatever comes out, whatever you pull up coming out. Right. But right. if you sit down to think about it, okay, this is really the issue, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what we're going to, you know, deal with. So, uh, I don't know. and I usually uh, say, uh, this is the way I am, either accept it or don't accept it. Mm -hmm. And as talking to y'all, learning from y'all, I understand that's the wrong thing to say. Right? <laughs> I was going to ask you, Drew, how is that working for you? Yeah, yeah. Well, because and the question I know, she was like, well, this is how I am. Right. I, I have someone to tell me that. That's right. why I was like, well, you know, this is just how I am. Well, this is how I am. So yeah. you want me to change and you, you say the same. You say, right. You and that like is it. a lot of people <laughs> argument in the house. <laughs> right. You have to accept me for the way I am. Well, she really don't have to accept you for the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, how do you work with that? 
you know something we we all have areas of of strengths things mm -hmm. that we're really good at and we bring great things uh, you know to the table to our marriages but we have to also know just as mature adults mm -hmm. that there are things that we can work on mm -hmm. and you know that goes back to that personal accountability you mm -hmm. know knowing that I'm not perfect mm -hmm. you know my spouse is not perfect there are things that we both can do things that we both can work on to make the marriage better mm -hmm. but when you but in the event you have someone who says, well, this is just the way that I am and I'm not changing. Okay, fine. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to pray for those things that I know that God wants to touch and perfect in your life. But while I'm doing that, I'm going to work on me. I'm going to work on what I need to change. I'm going to work on what I know that I need to areas I need to be strengthened in. And that's absolutely what my husband did. Oh, I know it had to have been 20 years ago well, or yeah. more. And I believe that's one of the reasons I know. I shouldn't say I believe one of the reasons we're able to sit here today being married 24 years and almost together for 25 years. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we would just go back and forth, back mm -hmm. and forth. It's your fault. It's your fault. Right. It's your, your, your fault. That was me. Well, it was always his fault. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, either this way or, you yeah. you know, the highway. Yeah. And that wasn't the, the correct way. And another saying I always, you know, try to convey over to people, the hardest person to deal with is yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. When you can take accountability, self-accountability would take you a long uh, way. Yes, it will. Because yeah. before someone else point out your faults, you're able to identify mm -hmm. and it takes that power away from that person yeah. from even saying, you know, you did that. Right. Because when you're taking self-accountability, mm -hmm. then they have to start taking self-accountability. Right. Then, and that was what happened in our marriage was I was once I learned how to take self-accountability. Mm -hmm. And when my wife said, you did this, you did this. My response was, yes, you're right. Mm -hmm. I take full responsibility. Mm -hmm. And maybe by the fourth or fifth conversation, right. she shocked me and said, you know what? You you did this, but I could have done this to help right. it, help you and make the situation better. Right. So once I started taking self-accountability, mm -hmm. she started to take self-accountability. And, and I take, and I do a lot of, uh, thinking I do a lot of talking to other people and also and one thing I always preach about is self-counterfeit mm -hmm. so and acknowledging my mistakes and all this because I'm yeah. the first to say I know I got my problem right mm -hmm. but in the heat of the moment right I'm not even that I have just forgot all about right. all that right yeah. right yeah so um I'm, I'm looking at the the you know and I don't want to say just men and would make this two different things but it's harder i don't it's just me i might just be wrong it's harder for a woman to say i'm sorry than a man to say i'm sorry is that true do, do y'all find it out you know i'm, I'm uh, not sure if that mm -hmm. is something that's um gender based or not mm -hmm. um well, it has to do with ego you know, I, I, was, I, I was just, you know, yeah. you were right there. I was going to say, you know, That's I think pride. Um, pride, pride has a lot to do with it. I think immaturity mm -hmm. has a lot to do with it. Um, 
just you know let people lack self awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know it, it, if it's gender based, you know again I'm not sure about well, that. I shouldn't say that yeah. But um, and, I mean it it mm-hmm. could be from your experience. We mm-hmm. all have different experiences. But I know that anytime you know pride you know slips its way mm-hmm. into any relationship, you know there are going to be some issues. Right. Because mm-hmm. that you know that that. that correct mirror and that correct reflection is not there. And that's kind of, that's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. Kind of saying, I'm always right. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. That's very true. That's just the way I am. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, and that's another form of pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that reminds me of the the devil, you know, Satan saying, I will exalt myself and I will and mm-hmm. I will and I will. You know, that's what that, you know, that pride is not, um, you know, recognizing that there, you know, there's someone greater than you, right. you know, and, and you are not perfect. And to humble yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, and I know once you're humble, mm-hmm. uh, that person will kind of start to see the bigger picture mm-hmm. instead of focusing on what you're saying that you're always right on. Mm-hmm. They're able to see the whole issue, whether they were right or wrong or whether you were right or wrong or both of y'all right or wrong. Right. You know, I mean, you take the good and the bad and that's where, like I say, that agreement comes in. No, we, we're not going to do this. We can do that. Right. Okay, I agree to that. Yeah. No, we can't. You know, you, you're you not going to agree on everything, you know, initially right. until you start to see the results. And that's the main thing is finding and seeing those results. Oh, that do make sense. That that you know that you know doing a, a, a if we disagreeing okay you need to say everything you need to say I mean and I, I say this because me and my wife we done it you know right, right. and I ain't gonna say it's never good to uh, argue with somebody it's probably one of the best arguments I ever had in my life right, you know because right. okay. she was able to express everything that she wanted to get off of her chest mm-hmm. I did not say a word mm-hmm. I listened to everything that she said and I took account of what she was saying. And listening could be a part of communication also. Oh, or it's, it's the biggest it's part of communication. Huge. It's huge. That's why we got two ears and one, one mouth. mouth. Yeah. Listen right. twice yeah. as much as we speak. But right. it don't okay. work that yeah. way. And, and it's hard because, like you say, self-accountability, we always point the finger, but it's always three points back at you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, James 1 and 19 tells us, you know, to be uh, quick to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, and slow to speak, and slow to get angry. You know, and and if, and if we would just follow that rule, um, I, I share with my I share with my children all the time. You know, before you act or before you speak in the wrong way, just stop and count to ten. Mm-hmm. Give yourself an opportunity to slow down, think about where you are, what you're doing, and if nothing else. Think about the consequence on the other side of your action. Right. For every action, there's a reaction. For every reaction, there's a reaction. Yeah. Yeah. If you act, there's going to be an action coming back at you. And I, and I promise you, if whatever you're doing, however that person responding to you, mm-hmm. they're responding to your action. Yeah. For whatever you've done, they are responding to your actions. Yeah. Right? Because, and vice versa. Yeah. Because, you know, people say um, we we judge people by their actions, mm-hmm. but we want to be judged by our intentions. That's true. That's you, know, I, I, you know, I did it, but I intended to do something. Right. So, you right. know, mark me on my intentions, mm-hmm. but I'm going to mark you on your on, 
from your actions. Correct. Um, but just one last thing, you all, I wanted to share um, about some of the around the basics of communication and it's timing. Mm -hmm. You know, we've touched on that a little bit, but you know, making sure that when we're having, especially those crucial conversations, that it's in the right time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not when someone just got off work and they're tired, or you're just, you know, someone is ill, or you're just, um, you know, you heard some bad news and now it's like, well, you know, since they're down, I may as well just, you know, hit them again. Right. You know, make sure that 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 timing is right and that they're ready to receive what you have to say. So we have to know what to say, how to say it, and when to say it. You know, those pieces are critical. Um, in 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 order to have effective communication. That's great, great. Yeah. Uh, well, we're gonna wrap up today's on communication, effective communication, and I'm really learning a lot from you all. Yeah. In 24 years, I got to listen because I want to make it to that and beyond. Right. And I'm only five years old and. It's more of like a marriage counselor for me, if I say, as I said before, and I'm really learning things and hopefully I can go home and practice these things so I can become better and prosper and, and all of it as well. Um, so we're gonna wrap this one up okay. and get around to... You know something, I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking mm -hmm. that there's a little bit more to this communication. Maybe yeah. there needs to be a part two. Oh, I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm uh, just saying. But, but this, was, okay. this was great. All right. Okay. I'm going to let y'all drive and steer. Okay. All right. We'll be back with y'all with uh, episode two. Okay. Uh, episode three. Right. All right. All right.